Thank you, Jesus. God is good, man. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, sure. Anybody come for the food today? Anybody come for the food? <laughs> I came for the food also. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, my mom came over to my house yesterday, and she, I didn't know she was coming. I, she was coming to do my daughter's hair, which is great and fabulous. But she came, and she's like, you know, she calls me from outside, and I'm like, Mom, just come in. Come to the door. You know, you no need to knock. Just come to the door. She's like, no, I need help. I'm like, uh, what do you need help with? You got hair products. You know, what do you need help with? She comes in. She's got two huge trays of rice pudding. Oh, my God. And then she's got six sweet potato pies. And I'm like, oh, my God, Betty Seymour, you have outdone yourself. Oh, my God. So my house is in full glory mode because of what she has blessed us with. I'm a rice pudding fan, a baked rice pudding fan. Um, thank you, Jesus. You know, and I am a sweet potato pie. I'm not a pumpkin pie fan. I'm sorry. I apologize to my pumpkin pie folks up in here. But um, I'm a sweet potato guy. And today, my mom has blessed us. Thank you, Jesus. With sweet potato pie and rice pudding. We're here. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, so if I don't need anybody's food, you got to understand. I got sweet potato pie and I got rice pudding back there. So anyway, all right, so dig in today, dig in. We're going to dig in in the physical, and we're going to dig in in the natural, and most importantly, we're going to dig in in the spiritual, because God is here to say something and to do something with our lives, so he wants us to dig in, amen? Amen. Everyone stand up for a second. We're going to dig in today, so I want you to put both feet in there, put both feet in there, put them in there, because you're about to dig into something that's going to bless your life. You're about to dig into a moment in your life that's going to be unseparable of any other moment. It's going to be a moment that's going to set you up, set your future up, set your family up for forever. Amen? I need a forever blessing. Does anyone need a short blessing? Anybody need a short blessing? You need a blessing that only lasts a week? Raise your hand if you need a blessing that only lasts a week. Two weeks? Three weeks? How about forever? Who needs a blessing that lasts forever? Come on, Jesus. This is the blessing that he's here to give us. Something that lasts forever. Amen? Amen. So dig in today again. Dig in, dig in, dig in. Amen. All right, you may be seated. We're in the book of Exodus. Again. In the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 5. And we are slowly making our way through. I mean, slowly. Like snails pace slowly. Making our way through the Bible. Because God is... He's saying something. He's doing something. He's lighting some things up. And we're talking about our boy Moses. Moses. Our boy Moses. Moses wasn't thinking that he was meant to be great, but he was meant to be great. He didn't think he was meant to do much of anything, but he was meant to do something absolutely incredible. And as we spoke about last week, you know, he's here to lead the people of Israel to their destiny. But he had some opposition in his life, something that was coming against him in his life. And let's read Exodus chapter 5, verse 1. 
Hey, uh, my amazing sound folks, could you get me a song ready? Um, it's on YouTube. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think you can rep for a sec. Amen. Exodus. Exodus chapter 5. Moses was but a man with a great call. He was but a man like you and I, but he had greatness that was planted inside of him. Moses, a man that was born some other way, had a road in his life that was unlike any other person's road. How many of you know your destiny is different from the person that you're standing in destiny. How many of you know that your call is different from somebody else's call? How many of you know your road is different from everybody else's road? Do you know that? It is. There's no two roads that are similar. There's no two roads that are alike. Everyone's road is different. What God is, wants to do in her life is not the same thing he wants to do in your life. It's different. And what God is pressing on each and every one of us is that we have a road. We have a road. So all of a sudden, Exodus chapter 5, verse 1. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, thus says the Lord God of Israel, let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. So all of a sudden, Moses and Aaron mosey their way up to Egypt, to the temple, to this great land, this great place. has pyramids and gold everywhere and people decked out in the, the, the greatest, you know, clothing and apparel necessary. If you could figure today's times, they're wearing like, you know, Gucci, Dolce Gabbana, Balenciaga, you know, those, those I have not, not one of those things in my closet, just so we know. All right. <laughs> the only thing I got on, only I have is what I got on. You know, one God. Come on, Jesus. One God. We serve one God. Amen. <laughs> so, so, but they were decked out and adorned with these things. So all of a sudden, Moses and Aaron walk in the place and they don't have the best of garments. You know, they don't have the best of the best. They're, you know, they're pretty, they probably have shabby garments, shabby clothing on. And it's not the greatest, you know, but they walk in and everyone's probably looking at them. But they know Moses from somewhere. Moses was a part of the house for some time. So all of a sudden they walk in and they, they see Moses and they see Aaron. You know, they don't, they don't look the best. They probably don't smell the best. They've been around the sheep and the oxen and, and the bulls and every, everything else. They walk through the door. And you can probably hear they're walking down the aisle and Pharaoh's over there on his great and amazing throne and everyone's looking at him. They're walking in. I'm like, so look at them. Look at them dressed. Why are they over here? Why are these Hebrew little boys, little things over here? Why are they in the, in the house? What, what are they doing here? They don't belong here. They don't need to be here. But they didn't really understand the magnitude of the situation. They really didn't understand who was walking through the door. 
You know who was walking through the door? It was the Lord Almighty was walking through the door. And as he was walking through the door, he saw everyone. He saw the naysayers. He saw the backbiters. He saw the people who were snickering and saying crazy things. He says, no problem. No problem. I see it. I see y'all. I see y'all. God is counting his receipts, right? He's counting his receipts. Okay. Uh-huh. I got you. Yep. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yep. Yep. Okay. You saying this? Okay. I got you over there. Yep. Okay. You over there with the little, with that, that, that amazing gold chain, that run DMC chain right next to you. Okay. I got you. I see you. God's taking receipts. Because something was about to happen. Something was about to occur that they didn't understand it and they didn't know. My God, something was going to happen. So all of a sudden, verse 2, and Pharaoh said, Pharaoh said, people might have a word in your life. They might want to say something to you in regards to the position that you're in. They might want to say something to you and what you're going through or what's happening in your life. They might want to have a word. I got a word for you. Well, if the word is not going to bless me, I don't need to hear your word. If the word is not going to help me, I don't need to hear your word. If the word's not going to push me forward, I don't need to hear your word. If the word is anything other than bless me, get your butt out of here. I don't want to hear it. But Pharaoh, he begins to speak. And he begins to talk. Tone, are we ready? Almost? No? All right. My goodness. Thank you, Jesus. I should have prepared you. I didn't know. I did know, but I didn't know if God was <laughs> really wanted to do it. So <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Listen, we're going to have an illustrated sermon. Is that okay? You know, we're going we're to we're play some things out up in here, all right? And you may hear things that are from your youth. You know, from your youth, and I'm going to ask you just, you know, just temper down. Temper down. All right? Is that okay? So, but anyway, so all of a sudden, Moses walks through the door. Aaron walks through the door. God's got a plan. For everyone in here, God has a plan. It doesn't matter what it looks like in your life at this present moment in time. God has a plan look dark. It might look like there's no out. It might look like there's nothing that can happen. But God has a plan. Everyone turn to someone and say, God has a plan. God has a plan. Good? All right, here we go. Verse 2. And Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. So all of a sudden, my boy Pharaoh comes out of his gourd, comes out of his mouth. He's like, who is the Lord? Who is this guy that you are worshiping who put you right in front of me? Who is this God? Who is this Lord? And you know what? We're going to play this out. What the Lord's reaction to all of this was, God is sitting in heaven, and he says, hold up, hold up, play my theme music. You don't know who I am? I'm about to show you who I am. 
I am the Lord God Almighty. I'm about to thrash you, Pharaoh. I'm about to take you from where you are and throw you to the wolves because I am God. I am the Lord. I am him almighty. And you can imagine angels. Get him, God. Get him, God. Get him, God. All right, all right, all right. So this is how it was playing out in heaven. You know? And and everyone, they they thought God was like, he wasn't going to do much of anything. No, no. No, no. They may think that you are puny, that you have no call, that you have no mission, that you haven't been sent, that you aren't elected, that you aren't destined, that God hasn't given you an inspiration or inspired you some sort of way. God's going to show him who he is. But he's going to show him who he is through your life, through your life. So all of a sudden, Pharaoh says, who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. Listen, they might not know who your God is. They might not know why you come to church. They may not know the feeling that you get when you hear worship music. They may not know what you get from a word. They may not know anything about the Lord God Almighty. But you know what? That's okay. That's okay they don't know. That's okay they don't have the same understanding that you have. That's okay that they don't believe the way you believe. That's okay they don't have the same faith that you have. That's okay. Because you know why? It was meant to be like that. It was meant to be like that. Why was it meant to be like that? Because God only needs one. He only needs one person to carry out his call. He only needs one person to finally stand up in the midst of the pressure, in the midst of the friends and the family. I only need one baby. I only need one man. I only need one woman to believe, to trust, and to know who I am. I only need one. And this is where Moses and Aaron was against everybody. It was Moses and Aaron against the world. It is you in your life against the world. You in your life against everybody and anybody. They may not know who God is. That's okay. They weren't meant to know. You know what they were meant to know? They were meant to know the God that you serve. They were meant to know the God that lives through your life. This is who they were meant to know. And they only can really understand and realize that is by the way you live your life. If you live your life on the God, I guarantee you they're going to know who God is. If you live your life on the God, I guarantee you God is going to show up in bigger ways than, than, than anything else in this world. I guarantee you if you live your life after God, my Lord, everybody and anybody will see that God is real, that God is there. So for Aaron and Moses, they were coming against something. They were coming against that opposition. And Pharaoh says, I don't know who you serve. It's okay, you will know. I don't know who you are around. You're you're about to find out. You're about to find out. Moses only had to do one thing, and that was to go. 
So he gets there, and he digs his feet in that dirt. And it's okay. Listen, for all of us, it's okay that other people don't have the dream that you have. It's okay they don't have that same fire in the, your belly that, they, that you have. It's okay that they're not in, in agreement to where you want to go. It's okay. It's okay if they don't believe you. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay they're not seeing you eye to eye. But you got to under, understand one thing for everybody. They were never meant to. They were never meant to have your dream. They were never meant to have your vision. They were never meant to have that feeling. It wasn't for them. It was for you. There's one person that's supposed to light the way to Christ, and that's you. There's one, one person that's supposed to get their dreams to come to pass, and that's you. There's one person that needs to be inspired. That's you. If you are not inspired, you will never see the millions of people that you can touch. If you don't lend yourself on to God, say, God, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go fight the enemy. I'm going to fight this, that, and the other. God, I'm going to go. I'm going to go do, do what you want me to do. If you do not do that, you're holding things back. You're holding people back. You're holding your life back. You're holding your dreams back. You're holding what God wants to put to the forefront of your life. You're holding that back. Verse 7. Actually, verse 6. So the same day Pharaoh commanded taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, You shall no longer give the people straw to make brick as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. And you, you shall lay on them the quota of bricks which they have made before. You shall not reduce it, for they are idle. Therefore they cry out, saying, Let us go to sacrifice our God. Let more work be laid on the men. All of a sudden... Things were, they were okay. They were okay. But all of a sudden, they went from okay to terrible. Okay to hard. Okay to unmanageable. How do you not know? How do you know that God is still there? God, I've asked for the miracle. I am doing what you're telling me to do, God. I'm moving forward. But God, Things have gotten harder in my life. I feel a little bit more pressed now, Lord. It's not easy right now. Things have gotten harder. Has that ever happened to anyone in here? You asked for a miracle. God didn't show up with the miracle. Your situation got a little bit more, little bit more strenuous. It got a little bit more tough. A little bit more just just hard. It's okay. Because God is still there. Sometimes it gets harder. 
before you get the breakthrough? Why does it get harder before you get the breakthrough? Because he is showing you what you could stand up to. He is showing you what you could live up to. He is showing you that no matter the terror by night, no matter what comes at your door, that you could still stand up, that you can still keep walking. So for some of us in here, it's not gonna, it might not get easy. And that's fine, and that's okay. Because God is producing something inside of you that you have no clue about. And that thing that he's producing inside of you is called what? Faith. Faith. But faith in God and faith in yourself. I can stand up to this. I can take the pain a little longer. I can keep moving in the midst of what I'm going through. It's okay. I know what God has put inside of me. I'm not going to cower down. I'm not going to get weak in this. I'm going to keep going forward. So all of a sudden, Aaron and Moses, they're here. And then Pharaoh says, people, you have more work to do. It's going to get harder for you. Then all of a sudden, Moses and Aaron, they hear from the people saying, why did you do this? Why did you put this? Why did you go to Pharaoh? Why did you tell him? To, to let us go. We were okay. We were great. God wants a breakthrough in your life. He wants a bona fide miracle for your life. So it's okay when things get harder. It doesn't mean that God is not there, that he's devoid. No, that means that God is standing right still right next to you. So all of a sudden, it got harder. And all of a sudden, the people came to Moses. It's getting harder. It's getting harder. It's getting harder. And then all of a sudden, Moses and Aaron, they go back to God. And you know what God says? He says, I sent you. I sent you. I'm not sending you for no darn reason. I sent you. Go back to Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go. Let my people go. And then he says to Moses and to Aaron, they do not know what they're going to walk out with. They have no clue that they're going to get everything that they ever wanted and more when they leave Pharaoh's house. But you got to trust me, Moses. You got to trust me. For all of us in here, God's saying you got to trust me. In the midst of what you're going through, in the midst of your mistakes, in the midst of everything that's happening in your life at this present moment in time, trust me. I got you. It might seem hard. You might be crying at night. Things might be going on in your life. Trust me. I'm with you. I'm moving things that you don't see. I am allowing things to happen that would never have happened before because you're trusting in me. I'm doing something. But you got to keep going. Dig in. Dig in. Get your feet in that, that situation. Dig in. And I'm not telling you to dig in. And all of a sudden, you get brushed back by what's hitting you right in the face. I'm saying you keep moving forward in the midst of it. It might seem hard. It might seem terrible. Things might be happening, but you keep moving forward no matter how hard it may be. 
no matter what is going on, you dig in. And you don't let yourself fall back. You just keep it moving. It doesn't matter if it's slow. It doesn't matter if it just hasn't happened as yet. But God, I'm learning about you. I know that you're faithful. I hear the word of God. I hear what you've done for Billy. I heard what you've done for Sally. And I believe, God, that you are my God and my Savior. And that you can do all things in anything. God, I'm going to keep moving forward. In the midst of everything, keep going. Moses and Aaron didn't know much of anything, but they knew that God was with them. People are not going to be with you all the time. And the decisions you make that really lie on faith, they ain't going to be with you. They're not. I'm telling you, 100% of the time, if your decision is a decision that you made with faith, you're going to go to someone and say, listen, I'm, I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. How are you going to do that? you got no money. You're broke. You, you don't have a car. You don't have the means to do much of anything. Well, I believe in my Lord and my Savior. I know God can show up. And they might not, they not, they're not might, they are not going to be in agreement. I want to start this business. I want to start this other business. Well, you know, your other business is fledging. And nothing's happening in this business. It's okay. I see a way out. I see what God is doing. But you're, you're in the red. You are underwater. Nothing is happening for you and for your life. It's okay. It's okay. God has got me. God has got me. And he's doing something for me. He's fighting my battle. He's standing up in the midst of everything that I'm ha that's happening. God, I believe. God, I believe. God, I believe. God, I believe. So all of a sudden, they believe. Thank you, Jesus. I say, you come on the drums. Verse 12. Actually, we're going to go to a, a different chapter, a different book. Ezekiel 1, verse 12. Ezekiel 1, verse 12. I'm almost done. I know I'm boring you. I apologize. I know we got food that's happening. Ezekiel 1, verse 12. And each one, verse 12, there we go, that's two, that's 12, there we go. And each one went straight forward. Each one went straight forward. In the midst of what they were being hit with, in the midst of everything that was happening in their life, they went straight. They went straight. Has anyone ever been in a snowball fight? Anyone have been in a small fight? Small fight? Yes, no? Maybe so? You know? All right, hope. Okay? You know, those snowballs hurt sometimes, especially those ice ones. You know? God does not want us to cower down in the midst of calamity. 
in the midst of things happening. He wants us to keep going forward. And not just going forward, but straight forward. So you're getting hit. God's like, keep getting hit. It's okay. Just keep coming straight forward. Yeah, but God, but it's easier. You got to hear this, guys. You got to hear this. It's easier, God, if I just go around. If I just go around in this situation. It's easier if I just make this left turn. It's easier. I could see the path on where to go. But God's like, no, I want you to keep going straight forward. But God, if I keep going straight forward, I'm going to keep getting pelted and pelted and pelted. I'm going to keep getting injured and injured and injured. It's okay. It's okay. Because at some point, as you keep going forward, that enemy, he's going to run out. He's going to run out of ammo. And what's going to happen? You're going to overtake him. You're going to overtake the situation. So keep getting, keep getting, I'm, I'm not saying you get, go out and take some bullets, you know, and keep going forward. I'm saying trust in God. Trust in him. Because he's doing something that you do not know, that you do not understand. But how, how is he doing something? How is he doing something? Listen, every miracle that I tell you, for every miracle that I go through, okay, I want you to hit those drums as, as hard as you can, Okay. God is doing something absolutely crazy. So all of a sudden, Aaron and Moses, they go and they, they hear from God, you keep going, you keep going, you keep doing what I'm telling you to do. Just keep telling Pharaoh, let my people go. I'm going to show him who I am. I'm going to show him that I am God. I'm going to show him that I am the force to be reckoned with. All I need you to do is keep going. So all of a sudden, Moses and Aaron, they get the guile, they get the confidence up, and, they, and all of a sudden, he, they go to Pharaoh, they go to his house, they go to where he is, and he says, God, uh, and Moses says, let my people go. And you know what Pharaoh says? No. No. And you know what God does? He does a miracle. He says, no, God does a miracle. God says, I'm about to turn the water to wine. I'm not, the water, the blood, that's not the wine, water, the blood. Sorry, I apologize. I'm excited. Oh, my God. So all of a sudden, the water in the river, the water everywhere turns, turns, turns to blood. Pharaoh says, he's like, oh, my God, what's happening? What's going on? But he didn't let the people go. He didn't let the people go. All of a sudden, Moses and Aaron, they go back, and he says, God, and God's like, go back. I didn't tell you to come back over here. Go back. Tell them, let my people go. So Moses and Aaron, they get the guile up, and they go, all right, Pharaoh, let my people go. And you know what, what God does? He doesn't, just, he doesn't just do nothing. Pharaoh says no, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, God's like, no problem. I got you. Overwhelming frogs, go! Another miracle happens. Frogs were everywhere. Every, could you imagine frogs coming out your purse? Can you imagine frogs coming out your car? Can you imagine frogs in your house? You're trying to sleep. You're trying to catch a little CS all of a sudden. Could you imagine? They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. So, but does Pharaoh let the people go? Nope. Nope. God's like, no problem. No problem. I got you. Moses, Aaron, go back. Go back. 
tell him, let my people go. All of a sudden, something's happening. Something's happening. It might not take a big miracle to see something go on, but God gives you a little light. He lets you in into what he's doing. You might not have gotten that big, huge miracle, but something's happening. Something's going on in your life that's different. Something's different. It's not the same. Something's different. So all of a sudden, Moses and Aaron, they go, they go back. And they say, let my people go. And Pharaoh says, no. So God says, no problem. Lice everywhere. I don't know if y'all got kids. And if y'all kids ever got lice, it is the worst thing ever. I just wind up just cutting my boy's total head off. Or every piece of hair gone. You know, it happens. They're children. But lice everywhere. Could you imagine lice everywhere? Could you imagine that? So, but it was. It was. Then all of a sudden, he says, no, I'm not letting your people go. God's like, okay, no problem. I got you. I got you. I got you. So all of a sudden, Moses and I, they go back, and they say, let my people go. Pharaoh says, no. So all of a sudden, God says, flies everywhere. Flies are everywhere. Buckets and buckets of flies. They can't see much of anything. They're just everywhere. Anyone ever try to swat a fly and just miss? Right? Could you imagine swatting a thousand flies just missing everywhere? Just nothing happened. And they just, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. These miracles just keep happening. Keep happening. So they keep going, going back. And all of a sudden, God says, all of a sudden, and this is a crazy thing, like anthrax. Anthrax, go! And then he says, boils on your life, go! And then he says, thunder and hail, rain down! And then he says, locusts, go! And then he says, darkness, go! All of these crazy things happen because of two men that believed. Two men that believed. God only needs one. Of course, he sent two. He only needs one person to believe. He wants to show his glory off. God wants to show his glory off through people. He wants to show who he is through people. But those people need to be on board. They need to trust and know who he is. They need to have faith in him, to believe in him. They need to trust in him. Moses and Aaron, they went. Then all of a sudden, the last miracle that happened. Do you know what got to some point? Where God was just like, I'm just doing miracles. I'm just going to do a miracle. I'm just going to do a miracle. And he gets to the last miracle. And it's the worst of them all. The firstborns of everyone that was in Egypt was going to die. It's going to die. Listen, God has given you something. And he's not asking you to give up. In the midst of everything that you're going through, he's not asking you to give up. He's asking you to dig your feet in and keep going. It doesn't matter what's happening in your life. Dig your feet in and keep going. 
I'm here to do something. I'm here to make a way where there was no way. I'm here to give you impossibility. I'm here to give you your impossible things for you and for your life. What everyone sees that are impossible, I'm here to give them to you. And on my last point, listen, you got to hear this. My last point is nobody, Pharaoh was not on board. Nobody is going to be on board with your dream. Nobody. Nobody's going to be on board with your vision. Nobody. No one's going to be on board for where you want to go, for what you want to do. Nobody. And it's okay. It's okay. Because all you need, Paul, come here for a sec. All you need is one person in your corner. And I'm not talking about your best friend. I'm not talking about your wife. I'm not talking about you're the person that you just met at the grocery store. I'm talking about only person that you need is the God Almighty right next to you. And that's all that matters. He will make sure everything comes to pass. But it's by him and him alone. So today, God is saying, dig in. Dig into your situation, what you're going through. Get it. Understand it. Understand where you are right now. Now move forward. Dig in. I'm not telling you to go back. I'm not telling you to go back in your thinking. I'm not telling you to go back in your faith. I'm not telling you to go back to some other life that you were living. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you need the only path that you have is in front of you, and you need to go to it. No matter how hard it is, no matter the press, no matter the struggle, no matter the pain, no matter everything that's happening, no matter if there's no money, no matter if there's no wife, no matter if there's no people, no matter who's next to you, you need to keep going forward. God is setting precedence up in your life. And it starts with one person, you. The reason that you're here is not because of me. Dang sure ain't because of me. Because God Almighty, he appointed this, this day, this hour, this time for you to be right here. Not by my hand, but by his hand. He knows your situation. He knows what you're going through. He knows how you're feeling. He knows what's happening. And the amazing thing is, He's still right next to you. He's always there. Your God is always there. And he will always be there. Because he loves you. Because he put something in your belly. Something in your person. That he wants to come out. Today. Walk forward in God. Trust and who you are, and what he put inside of you. And if he gave you some crazy, cockamamie thing to do, do it. Do it. Do it. People are not going to get it. They went to Pharaoh. Pharaoh didn't get it, but he got it. Because he saw God show up. One person. Takes one person. If Moses never went forward, those miracles would have not happened. The people in Egypt saw those miracles, and they were doubters. They were the ones that were snickering at Moses as he was walking. Oh, look, look at him. He's got nothing. Oh, he looks terrible. Oh, my God. And then you know what happened? 
Moses and the people left, and they took everything those people had. They took their robes, their chains, their gold necklaces, their cattle. They took it all, and they left them with nothing. So it's okay, people snicker. People don't agree with you. People are not going down the way that you're going down. They don't believe like you believe. They don't trust like you trust. They don't feel the presence of God like you feel the presence. They don't hear a word from God. They don't get in God's presence. It's okay. But the important thing is that you do. Get in his presence every day. Listen to his word every day. Hear what God is doing for you every day. Allow yourself to be put in God's path. Say, God, I'm here. I'm placing myself here. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going on. But, God, I know you're here to move. And he's going to move. But he needs one person. If you are that one person he needs, I'm going to ask you to stand up. Second Thessalonians 2.15 says, I'll read it. You don't have to put it up. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold. Stand fast and hold. Sit. Stand fast and hold. What does that mean, stand fast? That means get faith fast. Get faith fast. Trust in God fast. Don't let doubt come in. Don't let people come in and say whatever might have you about your life. doesn't matter. Just stand up right away and say, God, I'm here. I'm there. I'm right here, God. I'm trusting. I'm believing in you, and that's it. I'm not worried about what he says, what she says. I am going to stand up fast in you, Lord. I'm trusting in you. And then it says, hold. Don't move. Don't move in the midst of your situation, in the midst of people coming and pelting you with rocks. Just hold. I got you. I know what I'm doing. You can stand it. You can stand the pain. You can stand being getting hit. You can stand everything. You can stand it. There's a person in this life who died, but what he taught us is something absolutely incredible. You can stand in the midst of the pain. You can stand and move forward in the midst of everything that, that's happened in your life. There's a man by the name of Steve Jobs. Everyone knows Steve Jobs, right? The man got fired from the, old, the company that he built, Apple. Got fired from it. Got fired from it. How did he get fired from the company that you built? He did. But was that his end story? As we know, it was not. It was not his end story. But God called him to do something absolutely incredible for him in his life. And it wasn't just one plan that God had. God had many plans for his life. But Steve Jobs didn't know that. He didn't understand it. He didn't get it. He thought the only thing that he was supposed to be doing is building this Apple computer, this Apple business, and that's it. But God's like, no, I have a bigger plan for you and for your life. And for you, if you're hearing me today, God has a bigger plan for you and for your life. And if it's not going down the, the way that you wanted to go down, if it's not going down the way that you saw it to go down, it's okay. God is there and God is still moving because he has light at the end of his tunnel and he has a dream that you are going to fulfill. But it's up to you to keep moving. He kept moving. He kept moving. And maybe he had a moment. Maybe he had a time where it was, it was hard for him to keep moving. But he's like, I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep moving. So all of a sudden, he buys another company. 
He buys a new, everyone probably knows, he buys another company. Computer graphics, animation. He buys this other company. And he sees the work and everything that I have you. And he says, I got to keep moving forward. In the midst of what I'm going through, I need to keep moving forward. For your life, in the midst of what you're going through, you need to keep moving forward. It doesn't matter the, what's happening right now. It doesn't matter what's going on. What matters is that you fulfill the plan that God has for you. That's the only thing that matters. So all of a sudden, he, he, he builds this company, and it becomes absolutely astounding. It becomes Pixar. The movies that all our children love, that I love personally. This company came out of pain. This company came out of rejection. This company came out of distraught. This company was born. But Steve Jobs never knew it. But you know who knew? God knew. You know who he knows? He knows you. And he knows what he put inside of you. He knows what's there. And you might be going through something, but he's like, I still have greatness in store for you and for your life. And for Steve Jobs, he used him. Steve, you're going to show people that I am real. So all of a sudden, you know, he starts his company, and it becomes great. And as we know, he goes back to Apple. They tell him to come back because we're fledging. Nothing's happening. Nothing's growing. And we need you to be put, we need you to get the company right. And he builds it again. And it becomes absolutely ginormous. And most of us have his products all across of our lives. God has a reason. God has a plan. God is doing something for you and for your life. In the midst of everything, trust him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Come on, let's worship God for one song. Just close your eyes. Just hear, hear, hear the words. Allow God to minister to you.